everybody. Welcome to Harvest Christian Fellowship Wednesday night deep dive. We're glad you're here. We're glad you're here with us online. And uh, whether you're watching live or watching it uh, tomorrow or the next day or next week, we appreciate you being here a whole lot. Um, I'm going to tell you where to turn in your Bibles if you're following along, and then I'll open this up with prayer. Um, we're going to be uh, starting in 1 Peter chapter 3, and then we're going to be going to Galatians chapter 3. 1 Peter 3 and Galatians chapter 3. Father God, thank you, Lord, for this great church. Thank you for this night of deep dive. Uh, Lord, we just ask in the name of Jesus that you help us to learn, help us to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Help me to teach this with clarity in Jesus' name. We all said amen, amen and amen and amen and amen. Uh, we're in a series entitled Training the Inner Man. Um, and uh that lets us do a lot of different topics within this series. Um, tonight, I want to talk about speak the word only. In the Pentecostal charismatic realm, uh, we've heard so much taught about uh, our confession and, and what we say concerning what we speak. But I want to make a clarification here. Um, there's been so much taught with the mindset of selfish gain that the topic has almost become tainted with the world's greed. Um, you talk about uh, our confession and pretty soon you hear new cars and millionaires and, you know, all this kind of stuff. The whole topic of our confession has actually become more self-centered than kingdom-centered. And our confession, our speech, our conversation should be kingdom-centered. Here's what the church quotes. Uh, look at 1 Peter chapter 3, verse number 10. Uh, For the one who desires life to love and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. But I want to look at the, the context of that statement. Um, let's start back at verse number 8. To sum it all up, Peter's writing to the church. He says, to sum it all up, all of you be harmonious, sympathetic, brotherly, kind-hearted, and humble in spirit, not returning evil for evil or insult for insult but giving a blessing instead. For you were called for this very purpose that you might inherit a blessing. For the one who desires life to love and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. He must turn away from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous, and his ears attend to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Let's do a deep dive tonight. Amen? Um, the Bible says that we're called to a life of shalom, a life of, of peace, a life of blessing. Now, now watch, understand this. 
there's a reason kingdom people are not to speak the way of the fallen world. Now, see, I've been to conference after conference after conference about uh, what we speak, what we say in this life. And generally, the speaker um, is, and I hate to say this, is gearing toward the offering. Hmm? And, and by the time you leave these conferences, what you're saying is, again, I'm going to have me that new car, I'm going to be wealthy, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But that's not the reason that Peter's writing the church and saying we need to speak kingdom language. See, we've been transferred uh, to the kingdom of heaven. We're no longer part of this world system. Amen? So why would we continue to speak the language of this world system? Uh, look at, again, I want you to look at verse number 8. And, and look, we're, we're talking about how we speak in this world. And look how he brings up the subject. Verse number 8, to sum it all up, all of you be harmonious, sympathetic, Brotherly, kind-hearted, humble in spirit, not returning evil for evil or insult for insult, but giving a blessing instead. For you were called to this very purpose that you might inherit a blessing. Now watch this. I want to show you something. Um, hold your place there. And have you got... Um, Galatians chapter 3, I don't, but you hang on and I'll, I'll have it here in a second. Um, hold your place there in 1 Peter, Galatians chapter number 3. Now watch this, watch. Um, listen to what Paul writes to the Galatian church, chapter 3, verse number 13. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, in order that in Christ Jesus the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles so that we would receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now watch this. I want to make this thing. Pastor and I were talking about this today. I can remember as, as a young Christian, a long time ago. Yeah. A young Christian. I was going to believe for a car. I wrote down the kind of car I wanted to do all that. And I'm not saying you can't do that. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But that, that's what I did. And... And I believed for it, and I believed for it, and I believed for it until I was exhausted. Here's something I found out later in my Christian life. Think about how blessed Abraham was. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about, the blessing, the blessed life, the life of shalom, okay? Do you really think if Abraham lived in 2023, as blessed as he was, 
He was sitting there pining away, believing for a car. If we were really doing this thing of kingdom speech, we wouldn't have to specifically be going out after a car or after a paycheck or even after a car payment. You see? Now watch, watch. Um, the word, uh, go back to, uh, go back to First Peter chapter 3. Look at um, verse number 9. Not returning evil for evil or insult for insult, but giving a blessing instead. Watch. For you were called for the very purpose that you might inherit a blessing. He's talking about the life of blessing of Abraham. That's what we're called to. Okay? Now watch. That word called is a cool word. It's a surname. Okay? If you were talking about Abraham, you were talking, what do you think of? The friend of God? The blessed life? The blessed man? He wore that as kind of, of a surname. So, now watch this. As children of God, you and I are appointed and called to be a people that receives the blessing of Abraham. The blessed life. So, so the context of what we're reading about here is what we're speaking in the kingdom concerning the blessing. Now watch this. I want, I want you to see this. This is, this is so good. Watch. Look at verse number 12. For the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous, and his ears attend to their prayer. Now, can you imagine Abraham asking the Lord for something and the Lord go, no. No, you can't have it. Abraham, that was his surname, blessed. You see, that was his identifier. Now watch. And his ears attend to their prayer. Now this is important. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Now watch. The word do right there is poyeo. Okay? Now watch, watch, watch. You want, look, if you got a Bible out tonight, underline that. Against those who do evil. Poyeo. Okay? Now watch this. Poyeo is to make or to do, in a wide application, more or less, to direct something, to abide on it, to agree with it, to a point of it. Have, have, you ever, um, have you ever had trouble with your confession? You, you keep saying things you shouldn't say, and you're like, oh, I wish I hadn't said that. I keep saying that. Okay? That's poyeo. Okay? It's speaking something and abiding in it. It's almost like you're, you're, it's a vehicle and you ride in it, okay? If that makes any sense whatsoever. Um, you, you just, uh, you're continually confessing this thing. That's poyeo, okay? So watch what he says here. He says, for the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous 
and his ears attend to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who poyeo evilly. Are you, are you hearing me? Okay, now, now watch. Turn to uh, John chapter number 14. John 14. Now remember, this is a series about training the inner man. We need to learn this stuff. There, uh, here, here's the reason the Bible consistently teaches us concerning what we speak. What we poyeo, repeatedly direct with our mouth, we're appointing into our lives and the lives of others around us. Um, God doesn't teach us to direct our words just so we can have financial gain in this life. You see? He teaches us to direct our words because of the promise of Jesus to kingdom people. Look at John uh, chapter 14. Watch. Verse number 12. Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I what? Do. Guess what that word is? Poyeo. The works that I poyeo, uh, he will poyeo also. And greater works than these, he will poyeo because I go to my Father. Whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, so my Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Poyeo. Watch, watch. What is it that, this is so important, what is it that we have as the most powerful beings on earth? We, listen, we are literally the most powerful beings on the face of the earth. We have the Holy Spirit on, in us, and we release the Holy Spirit when we speak, when we poyeo. How much damage have we done with what we have been speaking? We are kingdom people. We come from a different place. Watch. I, I was speaking... Um, at a, uh, a Korean-speaking church in Pittsburgh. Um, I met the pastor. He said, I want you to come and, and preach at my church. So I, he said, I'll translate for you. So I went up, and, and I'm preaching. I would preach a little bit, and he would translate, you know, back and forth. And I made the statement. I forget what I was talking about. But anyway, I said, it's kind of like putting a square peg in a round hole. And I looked at him, and he just, and I, I didn't think maybe he, he heard me. And I said, it's like trying to put a square peg in a round hole. And he went, you know. So I, I changed it, and we went on. Afterward, he told me, now watch. He said, in the Korean language, there is nothing, absolutely nothing that would translate that. He said, we can't say that statement. We don't know how. We are from a different kingdom. We should learn not 
to know how to speak to poieo some of these things into this world. We shouldn't speak as the world speaks. There's a, just a good, healthy amen right there. Hmm. Here, here's a, go, go to First um, John chapter 1. First John chapter number 1. Um, I want you to see a, just a major, major biblical principle here. Um, hmm. Well, hold that, hold that, and go to Psalm 34. Hold, hold 1 John, because we're going to go there next, but I want, I want you to see this. Um, Psalm 34. If, if you run out of fingers to stick in there, just grab your neighbor and put their finger in there. It'll work. Um, Peter said this to the church, to a church that was going through some, some really, really tough times. He said this. He said, the one who desires life. Now, you all know what I'm talking about when I say go through hard time? You all get that? Okay, here's what he said to a people going through a hard time. The one who, des- who desires life to love and to see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Okay? Now watch. I want to ask you a question. Who in here tonight would like to say, I have lived my life in the fear of the Lord? Any takers? Yeah, I would like to, at the end of my life, I would like to say that I lived my life in the fear of the Lord. Now watch, Peter was quoting Psalm 34. Look at Psalm 34, verse number 11. Come you children, listen to me. And I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man or the woman who desires life and loves length of days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. Mm. Now watch, watch. Go, flip back over to First uh, John. I want to show you a, a major biblical principle here. Linda, is that you? <laughs> Kevin? <laughs> Don't bring him next week. Okay. <laughs> Now watch. As I was saying before Kevin took over the service here, (laughs) I want to show you a major biblical principle here. Now watch. As kingdom people, when we speak contrary to God's word, we're speaking lies against God. Oh, that hurts, doesn't it? We're actually speaking lies 
against our God. When, and watch, when we speak a lie against God's word, we begin to poyeo, to direct those lies into our lives, into other people's lives. See, we were built in the image of God. Okay? Pastor went over this whole thing at length on a Sunday morning. How do we know God's got a nose? Because we have a nose. Okay? It, we're built in the image of God. We're built in the design of God. Now watch this. Therefore, when we speak it, we create it. We're built in the image of God. When we speak it, we create it. That's why God gave us a book to teach us kingdom language. Here, here's the Hebrews 6.18 says this. God cannot, he cannot lie. Do you know why? Because if he says it, it is. Okay? If, if he says these genes are purple, guess what? They become purple. If he speaks it, he creates it. We're built in the image of God. And when we speak it, we're creating it. Hmm? Oh, there was a good healthy amen there too. Hmm. Oh, I got, let, me, let me show you this. Go, just, just hang on to First John. Just, just hang on to that, okay? Um, Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit. Am I correct? Okay. So we have the same Spirit on the inside of us that Jesus had on the inside of Him. Am I correct? Okay. I went over this a hundred times. Here's a hundred and one. Isaiah 11, verse number 1, Then a shoot will spring from the stem of Jesse, and a branch from his roots will bear fruit, and the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him. We're talking about Jesus. A spirit of wisdom, a spirit of understanding, a spirit of counsel, a spirit of strength, a spirit of knowledge, a spirit that is given to the fear of the Lord, and a spirit that will delight in the fear of the Lord. Now watch this. What did we hear in Psalm 34 that the fear of the Lord was? What we speak. You live a life of the fear of the Lord when we watch what we speak. Now watch this. Watch. And he will not judge by what his eyes see, nor make a decision by what his ears hear. Now watch. When... When I first got saved, I would read that, and, and I would say, um, and a spirit of the fear of the Lord, and he would delight in the fear of the Lord. And I, I didn't, I wasn't delighting in the fear of the Lord, Bob. <laughs> I guess I didn't have that spirit yet, <laughs> you know. I, I wasn't delighting in that. And then I realized what he was talking about. I can delight in speaking confidently the Word of God. That's my kingdom language. Yes. That's the truth for my life. Listen, a lost person, it doesn't apply to them. We like to be inclusive. It's the age of inclusivity. We tell lost people, 
You need to speak this. It doesn't do them any good. Not unless what they're speaking is confession of Jesus Christ. Hmm? Then it all applies to them. But watch. Here's the fear of the Lord is to begin to speak what God speaks. And a poyeo and apply that to our life. And then we can delight. Oh my goodness, isn't it wonderful? You know, a, a, a lost neighbor of mine, they're bemoaning this and they're bemoaning that. I can delight in the fear of the Lord because I can speak with confidence what they can't talk about. You see, I can, I'm speaking a whole different language. I'm not part of the old world system anymore. You see? Mm. Oh, watch, 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 watch. This is, you like this. It's close enough to Christmas I can quote this scripture. <laughs> Isaiah 9, 6. For a child will be born to us, and a son will be given to us. And the government, the economy, the way of life, the kingdom will rest on his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his economy, his government, or of peace. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. Hmm. Now, did you ever find First John? Okay, First John chapter 1. Hmm. We, we were given a promise that a child would be born to us and an economy. We usually think of money when we think of an economy. But we have a legal economy in, in the United States. We have a financial economy. Uh, we have a school system economy. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a ruling thing that we do. So, Isaiah prophesied that a child would be born to us and a whole new economy of life would rest on his shoulders. And he said the zeal of the Lord himself will will produce this. It wouldn't be on our shoulders. It's on his shoulders. So we're part of that government. We're part of that economy that rests on Jesus' shoulders. And watch. I see so many Christians they're, they're, they're born again. They've confessed Christ. They've been baptized. They're in church. And they leave these doors and they're speaking what the world speaks. And they're wondering why God's face is turning against them. They are saved. They are part of the kingdom. But they're, they poyeo, they speak what the world speaks. We're not part of that economy anymore. We've been transferred to the kingdom of God. And we have a different language, see? It's, it's not about getting a new vehicle. It's about being blessed, so blessed, we don't need a new vehicle. My goodness. Now watch, watch. First John chapter 1, look at verse number 5. 
This is the message we have heard from him and announced to you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness, we lie and we do not practice the truth. Okay? Listen, listen. He said, if we continue to walk as this darkened world walks, if we continue to speak like the world, if we continue to fret like the world, if we be, you know, if, if, we, if we continue to do all that, watch. It says, yet if we continue to walk in darkness, we lie and we do not practice the truth. Listen. Pseudomia, kehai, poieo, aletheia. That's what he said. And here's what it means. If we continue to walk the ways of the world. I'm not talking tonight about if you go shack up. Hmm? Don't look at me with that tone of voice. Y'all know shack up? <laughs> Y'all know shack? Y'all know up? Okay. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about good Christian people and what we are saying with our voice. Okay? Now watch this. Watch. He says that if we continue to speak, continue to think like we did when we were in darkness, then we lie and we do not practice the truth. Here's what that Greek statement says. It says, then we lie and we do not appoint by commanding the truth. That's scary. He said, after you've been saved, if you continue to speak as the world speaks, then you are lying to yourself, and you are not appointing the commands of God in our life. Here's a good question. What are the things that we're appointing to our lives when we speak things that are not the truth of God's Word? Hmm? Go over to um, Proverbs chapter number 4. Proverbs chapter number 4. Where in, in somebody that is born again, and as Pastor and I talked about all of this today, I, I said to him, I said, and I can be one of the biggest criminals of all. On this thing. I can. Just. You know what a powerful weapon your words are? Let me give you a real good picture, Emily, of how powerful of a weapon your words are. Have you ever shot your mouth off? No, of course not. See, that's, that's why I ask you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
where do those words come from? I'm saved, I'm born again, I have the Holy Spirit in me. Where do they come from? The Word of God says they come from what we've deposited in our heart. That's why the Bible repeatedly, repeatedly says, watch over our hearts. Look at Proverbs 4, verse number 20. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my saying. Do not let them depart from your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their body. The word, the phrase right there is an architect's boundary phrase. He says they are life to those who find them and health to all their body. And what he's saying is it's the boundaries of what we get and the amount of what we gain. Okay? What if the Bible is true and our words set the boundary of what we get and the amount of what we gain in life? Hmm? Um, Verse 24, put away from you a deceitful mouth and put devious speech far from you. Put away a deceitful mouth. What if, what if I said, uh, Jody's not here tonight, and I, I come over here to Emily. I guess you're it tonight, Emily. And I said, she don't really love me. She's a mean, nasty, vicious old woman. She's watching, and I'm not going home tonight. <laughs> she don't really love me. Now, am I telling the truth or am I lying? I'm lying. I'm lying, aren't I? Yeah, you bet I'm lying. So what, what do you think she thinks about that? She going to bless me when I get home? Hit me over there with a frying pan when I get home. I'll be sleeping on the porch. So what do you think? What do you think God thinks whenever we begin to speak things that are not true about him? I have no hope. I don't know what I'm going to do. Hmm? Put away from you a deceitful mouth and put devious speech far from you. Here's here's a few things. Um, This isn't in your notes. Um, Here's a few things, just two things here. Jesus said about our words. Mark chapter 7, verse number 20. And Jesus was saying, That which proceeds out of a man, that is what defiles a man. For from within, uh, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, fornications, thefts, murders, adulteries, deeds of coveting and wickedness, as well as deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things proceed from within, and they begin to defile us. 
Um, write down uh, Luke chapter number 6. Verse number 45. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth what is good. And the evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth what is evil. For his mouth speaks from that which fills his heart. See, I had to realize a long time ago that when I said that, I couldn't go back and say I didn't mean it. Because I really did. That was in my heart. That was in there, and it came out, and it began to defile my life. Let's go, go to another one. Go to Isaiah 59. Isaiah 59. Watch this. This is, this is so good. Isaiah is prophesying about the Savior. I want you to remember something, that only a human being has been given the ability by God to speak something and change the course of nature. Only a human being. No, no other thing in the universe has the right, has the ability, has the sanction of God to change the course of anything whenever they speak. Now watch this. Hmm. Jesus had to become incarnate. He had to become flesh and blood. So watch. I want you to see this. Um, Isaiah 59 Verse number 16. Have you got it? Listen to this. And God saw that there was no man. What's the only creature on the face of the earth that has the ability to change the course of nature with his mouth? A human being. Watch. And God saw there was no man and was astonished that there was no one to intercede then his own arm brought salvation to him, and his righteousness upheld him. God had to become flesh, because only a man had the right to say, Father, forgive them, because they don't know what they're doing. Mm. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Here's the most two important questions I need to ask myself every day in every situation. Number one, what does God say about this situation? And number two, what am I saying about this situation? What does God say and what am I saying? If God's saying one thing and I'm saying a different thing, then a lie is coming out of my mouth. And a liar cannot receive the things of God. I want you to ask yourself this question the next time you pray. You're facing a situation. You go and pray wherever you pray. When you come out of that prayer time, ask yourself, now am I saying what I'm praying? Hmm? Am I still saying what I'm praying?
Peter was writing to some people going through some pretty tough times. And here was his counsel as they sought a word from the Holy Spirit. Be peaceful, speak kindness, do not give evil for evil. Watch what you say, watch what you poyeo, watch what you appoint. Because he said, the face of the Lord is against, turns away from those who poyeo evil. As citizens of the kingdom, how could we speak any other thing than the word of God? You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are the carrier of God's holy word. And you're a joint heir with Jesus Christ on the throne of God. And we need to ask ourselves in every situation, listen, only a person who is still lost in their soul would deliberately speak an untruth in the middle of my situation. Amen? Amen. Pastor, you got anything? Amen.